Welcome back to The Anxious Creative. I'm so excited for this week's episode because it is near and dear to my heart. If you have ever been called lazy or called yourself lazy, this week's Anxious Creative podcast is for you. I know that like even just the thought of like hearing someone telling me lazy, like already just talking about it makes my anxiety go up. So this week's episode is all about why your laziness isn't your fault and how it can actually be a superpower of yours. So buckle up friends, we're going to have a wild ride on today's episode. I overthink, I overshare, and I overanalyze. So come explore with me as I chat about business, life, and relationships all through the lens of an anxious creative. Okay, so as we get into this episode, I'm going to read a fun story for you from one of my favorite books called Do Less by Rachel Jonet. Uh, Last name is spelled J-O-N-A-T. It's so, so good. So I'm going to start here. Consider this common, and if you feel like it, just close your eyes and listen along. Consider this common scenario. As your day begins, you probably have all the willpower you need to eat a healthy breakfast. Your morning starts out well at the office and or the salon, wherever, you know, us creatives, wherever you are, usually not the office. Your your morning starts out well and you're answering critical emails and and plowing through your to-do list. Then you're faced with three different options for lunch. A last minute invitation to a birthday celebration, takeout from a gourmet deli, or your healthy leftovers from home. Your mouth is salivating at the thought of the deli's famous Philly cheese steak, and you'd love to escape the office for a celebratory meal, but you reluctantly eat your bag lunch. In the afternoon, your willpower and productivity wane. You indulge in a piece of birthday cake, even though you told yourself you wouldn't eat any. Holy cow, that sounds like me. The afternoon stretches on and you find yourself struggling to focus. A small decision necessary to move a project forward seems incredibly hard to make and you spend much longer than you anticipated debating each choice. You finally make a choice and then quickly make a larger, more important, and much more costly decision. On the way home from work, you hit the grocery store for a dozen items. You spend five minutes looking at all the canned tomato options and calculating which one is the cheapest. After saving yourself eight cents on the tomatoes, you don't have time or the energy to do the same for the laundry detergent. So you end up quickly grabbing something that is familiar and missing the sale sign that could have saved you $3. By this point, your legs are tired and you can't face the gym workout you plan to face. You're starving too, so you grab some takeout because it's too late to go home and cook now, even though you just went to the grocery store. The rest of your evening... One you plan to u- the one you plan to use for some small projects around the house devolves into a night of zoning out in front of the TV. We make hundreds of small and big decisions every day. What to eat, what to wear, when to leave, and what brand of toothpaste to buy that are all relatively small choices, but each one depletes your ability to make subsequent decisions. Every single choice, big or small, saps some of your energy for the next choice which is why by late afternoon or early evening, you're ready to throw in the towel on the grand plan you had when the day started. You're ready to spend more money than you intended buying things you're not sure you need to, you need to and eat two slices of cake when you promised yourself you'd have none. Holy cow, does that sound like my life, <laughs> right? Does that sound like yours? Like, I know I for sure 
there's been so many days where I've woken up and I'm like, I am 110% going to the gym today after work. I'm going to the gym. I'm going to the gym. I'm going to eat healthy. I'm not going to have any sugar today. And by like 10 a.m., that's out the window. Or like, yeah, I'm going to work. And then it's like five to five or whenever, you know, my day is done. And then I'm just like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And then I beat myself up over it. And I'm like, Don, you're such a lazy mofo. Like you can't even follow through on your own commitments to yourself day to day. How are you ever going to do X, Y, Z? You know, like it's whatever the current goal or plan or dream is in my life. I beat myself over the fact that I can't follow through on my day to day commitments. How am I ever going to do those things? You know, like, why can't I even do it? Why do I, why do, why do so many people be able to go to the gym after work or be able to do these things in the evening when I'm just so tired? And when I first started reading this book, I had a huge aha moment. And that's why I want to share that with you today. I used to be a shopaholic. It's embarrassing to say, but I used to spend around like five to $600 a month on clothes and clothes that I didn't even wear that much. And I remember I had this huge, beautiful walk-in closet when I lived in my like dream home that I lived, like it was like the single girl's dream home. It was amazing. I loved it so much. And I'd go into my closet and I'd have so many clothes hanging up around me and I'd feel like I don't have anything to wear. And I'd hum and haw like, I don't know what to wear today. I don't know what to do. And realizing that that's depleting. And so really your laziness that you're beating yourself up over or if someone's been calling you lazy because you just can't seem to have the energy to do things, I want you to start thinking about all the different decisions you're making through the day. Because what we're talking about today is decision fatigue. And our um, society has it more than ever. We make so many decisions. And so I was on Instagram live chatting with people last week and talking about decision fatigue because I was joking about how the fact that I I have the same tea and the same smoothie for breakfast every single morning. But that eliminates having to make a decision for me. There's also, I think it's like Bill Gates and Mark Zuckerberg who you never see wearing a different outfit. They literally wear the same outfit. Now for us creative people who we usually use our, well, I'm wearing the same sweater for like the 60th day in a row by now during COVID. Um, But us creatives like to use our appearances as a way to express ourselves. But I want you to start thinking, where are there ways that you can simplify the decisions you make so that you can start making those bigger decisions? Because us as creative individuals, often very visionary people, think big picture, think grandiose, think end result. And we get so caught up in all the little decisions and it overwhelms us that we can't even move forward. And I know you have big dreams and big goals. And I've been talking to a lot of um, creative entrepreneurs and self-employed hairstylists all about like their goals and their dreams and they just can't seem to move forward. And I really think this is a critical part of it. I also see the number one reason they're not moving forward is they don't think they're capable or they think they're not cut out for it because they don't have what it takes. But truly, they're just overwhelming themselves with decision fatigue. So I want to know, have you ever felt that way? Like you just can't seem to follow through on the commitments you make in the morning or when you wake up in the morning, you're like, I'm going to do this. And then you don't. Or what is it? Um, You beat yourself up over it or you tell yourself like, there's no way I can have those things. So I just want to put you at ease going, it's not your fault and you're not actually lazy at all. You're just making too many decisions that you don't need to be. So things that I like to do is like checking my email. I don't usually check it first thing in the morning. 
that can get my brain turning on making decisions and having to get pulled into things. If I'm going to be creative, I need to be creative first thing in the morning and then attend to the decision making later. Because the more I get wrapped up in having to start making decisions in my business, answering DMs, answering emails, calling clients back, you know, making an order, whatever it is, that depletes me of my energy and my ability to follow through on things later on, especially when it comes to being creative. So I want to read another part um, of this chapter out to you. Decision-making depletes your willpower. In the book, Willpower, Rediscovering the Great Human Strength, author Roy, I can't say their last name, and John Tierney describe describe researchers who tested the willpower of two different sets of college students by placing the student's hand in ice-cold water. One set of students kept their hands in the water for an average of 28 seconds, and the other set of students kept their hand in for an average of 67 seconds. The students who held their hand in the freezing water longer had just spent time contemplating, not deciding on, sets of products, whereas the low willpower group of students had just spent time choosing between products, deciding which ones they wanted more. The experiment confirms that willpower depleting nat- the willpower-depleting nature of decision-making. The loss of willpower from, one, from, making, from making many decisions is called decision fatigue, and it's one of the best reasons to streamline your life and your home with minimalism. The minimalist life turns those small decisions into routines and el- or eliminates them completely. The do-less attitude allows you to save that precious willpower for doing the wonderful big and small things you want to make more of in your life. There are lots of easy small ways to reduce decision fatigue, such as bring coffee from home every morning and use the energy you usually reserve for resisting the croissants displayed at the cafe register for that challenging work project. This one's going to be a tough one for us. Wear the same series of outfits Monday through Friday and never deliberate over what to wear to work again. Use that decision-making energy to get yourself out the door to an evening yoga class or to that book reading you've been meaning to attend. You know what I like to do? And if that's hard for you to pick out your, your clothes, pick them out the night before. That makes a really big difference too. Research three options and then buy one. We often overwhelm ourselves with decision fatigue when we have to buy something. Instead of looking at every item on a shelf, Examine three options and then choose the one, choose one from that much smaller list. This works for buying anything from a pair of jeans to dishwasher detergent. The scary and awesome side of division The scary and awesome side of decision fatigue is that it affects both decisions that are worth one dollar and those that are worth thousands of dollars. When you reduce the choices in your life with minimalism, you free up willpower for the things that have a big impact on your life. Guys, this book, so I just wanted to mention again, if you're watching this on YouTube or you're watching it on my website, you can see it. It's called Do Less by Rachel Jonet. Um, it's a minimalist guide to simplifying, simplified, organized, and happy life. Declutter to distress, work smart, not hard, save money, and save time. It changed my life. And let me tell you, so when I first read this book, it was in 2016, and Nick and I were getting, a lot of you guys know the story of when I ended up in the hospital. Quick recap if you've never heard this story. I ended up in the hospital thinking I was dying August 30th, 2016. Turns out it was a stress-induced panic attack. And what happened is I was actually purging a lot of stuff from reading this book. And with purging a lot of physical things that I didn't need in my life anymore came with an emotional purge. 
I started releasing a lot of stuff I was attached to. And that's when that panic attack actually happened as well. It was a release of a lot of stress, a lot of low self-esteem, a lot of worry, and a lot of anxiety. So no, I'm like, obviously you can see, if you're watching this, you can see my messy shelf behind me. I'm definitely not a minimalist to the, to the point of not having anything, but I definitely minimalized my life a lot. And decision fatigue was one of those. And let me tell you, since doing that, there's still days where I get, you know, I get decision fatigue, but since being aware of it, I've been able to conquer and achieve so much more. I've been able to find time for those projects that I like, I'm like such a lover of crafty things, but like not like, you know, how there's like those crafters out there that like make the beautiful macrames and their houses look all like fancy and they DIY it. Nah, I'm like the DIYer crafter that my stuff looks like shit. <laughs> I have fun in the doing of it. I don't really care about the end result. I am such a tactile person and I'm an audible person too. Like I need to talk things out and I need to feel things. Sitting in front of my computer all day is actually exhausting. If you could see my floor right now, I have a big whiteboard on the floor with markers that I sit down and I draw on when I'm brainstorming ideas for my podcast or when I'm coming up with like what I want to share with you in my emails and things like that. And so I don't even know where I was going with that. I'm just way off on a tangent. Um, Introducing a form of minimalism in my life when it comes to money, like what I spend my money on, how I spend my own money, all of a sudden I was like, I'm not necessarily even bringing in more money, but I've got more money because I'm not just throwing it away. And a lot of what my program Rock Your Business is based on is simplification. I always talk to you guys, if you rock your business, um, it's not to put more things on your plate to do, it's to take things off. It's the stress-free guide to earning six figures. It's not, I would like, and I always say it'd be so easy for me to just throw things at you to how to improve your life, your business, and your bank account. So easy. Do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. I'll make this whole long list. But then you'll be overwhelmed. You'll be exhausted. You'll have so many things to do. I'm going to teach you how to reduce that in there. And so that's my shameless plug for Rock Your Business. If you're at all, if you haven't heard of Rock Your Business, um, it is an online course for creative entrepreneurs to help you earn six figures stress-free. And if you want to get on the waitlist, which I highly suggest, my waitlist gets totally hooked up. You can go to donbradley.com slash R-Y-B uh, and get on that waitlist. Anyway, but back to decision fatigue. Oh my gosh, I think I made too many decisions today. I'm getting fatigued. <laughs> oh, if you're on my Instagram live this week, I told you guys how much I love cheesy humor and that just really came out. Like my jokes are so cringeworthy. I think it makes people uncomfortable. I Meanwhile, I'm like dying laughing and that was, you just saw that full fledged. Anyway, all in all, I just wanted to come and share with you guys today that if you've struggled with feeling lazy or you don't seem to be able to keep up at the pace that other people are doing or how come you can't achieve the other things that people are doing or how come you can't seem to get as much done, like we've all got 24 hours in a day. And so I want you to ask yourself, are there some decisions you can remove off your plate? Can you have the same breakfast every day? Can you pre-plan what you're going to wear? Can you like remove time? Like if you go to the store, just know what you're going to get and grab it. Like start thinking about, and if you need to pause this and rewind and listen to that excerpt again, please do. I want, and I really suggest going and buying this book, Do Less. It was amazing. But I want you to know that you are capable. This is going into a motivational talk right now, but I want, because I struggled for so long thinking I was lazy. I was told I was lazy. Also, I'm a creative person. I'm messy as, as ever. <laughs> I'm messy. I, when I get creative, things get messy and then I don't want to clean them up and then I get called lazy. 
when really I'm just exhausted from making decisions. Okay, I hope this hasn't totally confused you and made you feel like, oh my gosh, now I need to make more decisions on how to stop making decisions. I don't want that for you. I want you to be able to, to walk confidently into like, just pick two things. What are two things tomorrow that you can start doing? That means you can reduce some decisions off of your plate. Maybe you can decide, you know, while we're not at work right now and you're at home in quarantine, or maybe a couple of you are back at work, but if for those of you that have a little extra time, like how can you, like maybe don't go on social media as soon as you open up or open up your eyes in the morning, open up your phone. Maybe don't check your emails right away. Maybe you carve out three hours at the beginning of your day tomorrow to just be creative and have fun or go do that thing and see how much more productive you can be, how much more fulfilled you'll feel and how much more alive you'll be. All right, and if you're struggling right now with decision fatigue of like, I'm going back to work and I don't know if I should raise my prices or what I should do or how do I even do it or should I or should I not? I want you to go to donbradley.com slash prices and grab my free email template on how to break the news to your clients that you're raising your prices. Because I know you know you have the answer already. If you're thinking, should I or shouldn't I, or you were planning to, it's not about doing it and what's going to happen. It's all about how you communicate it. You guys have heard me. If you've been around here a while, you've heard me over and over and over again. It's not about making it the right decision in your business. It's about the follow through and the communication. There is no wrong decision. It's just how much you're going to stick to the plan. If you go this way, just follow through on it and do it well and communicate it well. But if you go this way, follow through with it, commit to it, see it out and communicate it well. There is no wrong answer. And so if you feel that pull that you're thinking that maybe you need to add a COVID fee and you don't know how to communicate that to your clients, Go to dombradley.com slash prices. This is 110% free. It's an email template on how to raise your prices, not your anxiety. You're going to freaking love it. All right, that's it for this week of the Anxious Creative Podcast. You guys are amazing. I've had a blast with you. If you enjoyed this, let's share it with the world. I want you to like, subscribe, uh, whatever it is. I know we're on YouTube, we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify. I would love if you shared this with your friends. If we got this in, let's change the creative industry together. Let's change the beauty industry. Let's change the solopreneur industry together. Share this, like, subscribe. And you know what I would love so much is if you left a review. I can't, I love, love, love reading your reviews. So leave me a review. Let me know what you think. And I will see you next week.